0: Welcome back to MetaMinds Podcast, where we help you master your mindset and we also try to master our own mindset. Today, we're talking about the silver linings of the pandemic. Uh, Now, if you don't know what pandemic is happening right now, you're probably not on planet Earth. Okay, Mm -hmm. Uh, So, yeah, we're going to be talking about some of the positive things that are actually coming out of this really crazy negative thing that's happening and directly affects all of us. Um, And, you know, while it may not directly affect either Dan or myself... Uh, you know, so, so something we want to kind of preface this with is that, you know, we are going to try and be as sensitive as possible because obviously we haven't been directly affected in a in a fatal way, uh, but obviously everyone has been affected and everyone will be able to relate to some of the content here. Uh, it's just been really crazy and everyone's overrun with everything that's going on. It's unavoidable. And so we're going to be talking about some of the things that are actually really positive that are coming out of this, just to try and uh, flip it and reframe it because all of the news that's been driven into us is really negative and is, you know, attacking us with negativity, as news usually does. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's more, much more forceful than ever and is unavoidable, no matter it where is. you are, which is scary. Exactly right. And uh, so yeah, we're going to be talking about some of the some of the actually really positive things that are that are coming out of this. Would you like to kick it off?
1: Yeah. So I guess one thing to mention as well is that after this pandemic. Does end or after we get to a point that it does the curve starts flattening and things start going back to whatever normal is or whatever typical is, it actually won't be normal or typical, it's going to be completely different. So in that, there are possibilities that will arise. So a lot of economies have obviously tanked and struggled from this, a lot of people have lost their jobs. And, you know, that's terrible. And, you know, I, hearts go out to the, the people that are really genuinely struggling. Um, but this now means that when the economy does reset, there will be a pocket. There'll be lots of pockets where people need to employ, right? As businesses start building again, as, as, as money goes back into the economy, people are going to need to be hired again. So I guess what I'm trying to say in that is that there are many opportunities for people potentially to get into another, you know, career, for example. Like if they've they've been in a job for so long they absolutely hated, they've got, say, a month of quarantine, you could then learn a skill, you could do an online course, you could do whatever it is to build up your credentials to then try another career potentially. So there's lots of different career paths that you could um, adventure with. Uh, there's also the opportunity to try to build some sort of maybe passion project from home. Because if you're locked in the home, you can't avoid that, right? You're you're in home. You're at home, you're locked, you're done in the home. So the light just dimmed a little bit um but yeah so i guess that is also maybe a positive or a silver lining it's actually forcing people we'll going to <laughs> it's um giving people the opportunity for the people who are listening the lights screwing up so i'm going to continue talking um, but watch the video we have fun on the video as well on youtube <laughs> and we dance occasionally so yeah so what i'm saying is when this all resets when things start going back to normal workforces are going to have to higher again it's going to be a whole and there'll be new industries new industries will pop up yeah so yeah it's uh that is really exciting again
0: like you know we are trying to be positive in this time and and, you know you could be potentially one of those people that has lost those jobs so you know to you like we're we're not not trying to be all like happy-go-lucky like yeah it'll be fine you Mm -hmm. know like Mm
1: -hmm. like Like you are struggling we understand that's, that's this sucks
0: it's unbelievable and you know both you and i have had friends that have lost their their job which has been a very respectable position and now they are as we've discussed like applying for local for our local grocery shops and things like that and you know i just went to the shops today and pretty much you know 80 percent of the shops were shut down and mm. the shops that i did go into was trying to get some glasses and stuff like they were wiping down every pair of glasses that i picked up and stuff and it's just like totally not normal you know, it's, yeah. you know everyone looks at you weird and that kind of thing so oh, no, anyway no. we're on the positive side of things yeah a lot of new industries are are going to emerge and um, and talking about industries and in terms of like the workforce as well, a lot of people are still working but they're working from home and like basically the positions and the roles associated with your particular job have been changed and innovations have been forced, you know. So, it's like a lot of, you know, I have a friend who like works for a large company and that company was quite stuck in their ways and rigid and run by older people and there's absolutely no way that you could any you know, there's no way that you could work from home ever of course not why would that ever be a thing I and mean, within a, within a matter of 2 days of that whole thing being announced oh what's that the whole company's working from home mm. the whole company mm. so it's like you know crisis forces innovation mm. which is fantastic and to see that happen it's like now it's going to be much easier to potentially negotiate with your boss to be like hey well, i you know i have a kid or you know, I want to spend some of my time at home. I don't like my transit time or whatever. It's like, can I work from home for two days a week? And it's going to be much more likely that's going to be a yes. So it's shaking things up in a way which, again, we haven't seen in our lifetime.
1: Mm. Uh,
0: we haven't seen for the better part of, you know, since since the last World War, basically. Yeah. Um, so a lot of things like that in, in jobs are going to be different and a lot of things are going to be, yeah, seen from different angles and, and all these innovations that come through, which we haven't even seen the peak of some of these innovations. But, um, yeah, I think a lot of people are going to... Like, the rise of the remote workforce is is coming it's and coming, yeah.
1: here as well. Yeah, but so. that's it. And to add on to that point, I've noticed through the organization that I work work with as well, like, they have been extremely innovative throughout this time. So, I work within the mental health space, I'm a support worker, and I work face-to-face with clients. So, I'm still actually working with clients because I'm seen as an essential Um, so for me, like I'm wearing a mask in the car and I'm trying to be more mindful, you know, with my hygiene. That's just because you're a superhero there, right? Well, that's it. That's it. And I occasionally wear a cape, but it's hard to get the seatbelt over.
0: Especially in the car, I feel.
1: Yeah, it's tricky. It's tricky. So yeah, yeah, for me, like I've seen my workplace, a lot of them are now, um, working from home and there's only just the core support workers who are working on the field, but you've seen a lot more innovation in terms of zoom meetings, in terms of like people actually recording it so then they can, um, transcribe the minutes. So that, you know, someone's doing that job remotely. Like there's not someone there with a pen and paper doing that whole thing. It's like someone's role that they're doing from home now, listening in. Um, And it's interesting to see, like you said. So I think we haven't seen the peak or the potential, but this now makes the conversation around working from home more of a reality because it's actually going to be tested. People are going to be doing this. Businesses are going to be forced uh, to do that. Either that or they're going to have to potentially downsize. So a lot of businesses are actually trying to work from home. So in turn... This is a test. So then when everything starts to settle again and the curve flattens, like you said, the possibility is there to then work from home. Maybe one day, maybe you could just suggest that to your boss and yeah. there it's might be a better chance. It's like
0: the four-hour work week in Tim Ferriss's thing. You slowly ask different things to try and get your boss to work from home, whatever. It's going to be much more of a potential opportunity, basically. Mm. And so to build on that, obviously like there's a lot less transport happening. Obviously internationally, even nationally, but also on the roads. You know, Borders are closed and things like that. And so, the huge silver lining to that is that we're seeing the environment change rapidly. And I'm not going to mention any quotes because, you know, by the time different people listen to this, I'm sure they would have changed, uh, sorry, any statistics. But basically, we're seeing a huge drop in carbon emissions and seeing just how quickly Mother Nature and the planet can reverse a lot of the things that humans do detrimentally to the planet, Mm -hmm. uh, which is magical. And so, at the very least, hopefully, that's going to open the eyes of a lot of people to see just how possible it is that it's like, oh, now we're too far gone, we're, we're screwed, it's all going, no, no, just keep going, just keep driving capitalism, make money and profits yeah. and stuff. Hopefully, you know, again, this will force the innovation to go more, you know, potentially plant-based or potentially more, you know, solar and renewable electricity and potentially travel less. And, you know, I'm sure we'll see a, a huge influx of people making up for lost time and traveling, once it is possible again Mm -hmm. which is understandable but I think generally I think it's going to raise kind of the consciousness of the planet people are going to see things for what it is much more yeah because we realize and this will lead us into the next point we realize just how fragile life is that it takes one thing to happen one thing and we don't even actually know what the thing was it just boom it happened and it's on the planet and then within two months the whole planet's like on lockdown like never seen before it's It's an invisible enemy literally yeah yeah uh, you're
1: my main enemy, but I can actually see... I'm a, so yeah, I'm a physical okay? enemy. Yeah, yeah, yeah for yeah. sure.
0: So it's much easier to like punch you in the face. Yeah, well, that's it. It's more um, tangible, yeah. I would say. Yeah. Can't punch COVID in the face. No, so.
1: you can't. But on that point that you made, uh, you know how they have the Earth Day where they, they try to lower the carbon emissions. Potentially, there could be something after this COVID where we kind of honor what happened by having like a week where you try to lessen Stop the impact. Stop it, yeah. Maybe we could start that. That nice. could be like really good incentive for businesses and, and just people in general, so...
0: So, the the point that I was kind of leading to is that it's like, you know, it's it's, it's really showing just how fragile life is. It's really showing, you, you know, like, basically, it's forcing the perspective to really appreciate what you have. Gratitude is the word that I'm saying, and a lot, like a lot of people have seen people talking about it, a lot of people are talking about it, but no matter who you are, I think you can agree that it's like, it's really forcing into perspective what you do have, because it's like... You know, as as you mentioned prior to, prior to starting the podcast, like we're quite aware that like you know we could I could leave right now in my car and get hit by a bus and, and die, mm. you know, like but it's not forefront of my mind all the time. Whereas this right now, you know, you go out to shops, you need to buy some groceries or whatever it is. Like it's forced in your in the front of your face everywhere, mm-hmm. and so for that reason, like the silver lining to that, if you can reframe that, is that it forces gratitude on you. You know, it's like. Oh my God! People are dying left and right. Like this is real. Like this is not a joke. This is not a drill. This is happening. Like I have arms and legs. Like Mm. how magical is that? You know, I can breathe every day. Like I have a car that I can drive from one location to another. I have enough money to go to the 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 shops and buy groceries that I can then cook and eat. Like that in itself, again, is magical. And it's like a little thing. It sounds crazy to even say it and frame it like that. But having this stuff forced in your face really does show you that it's like. You really have so much to yep. be thankful and grateful for, and it's like, you know, again, like I don't want to, don't want to speak directly to those that have been extremely affected by this because again, when we aren't those people, but as I said, like pretty much everyone, I'm sure, has been affected to some extent, where they can actually see, you know, be be grateful for what they do have, and I'm yeah grateful to be even like yeah be able to record a podcast because it's like some of the just the stats every day that are coming out, you know, mm-hmm. I and mean, I'm sure when we release this, some of the stuff yeah, we're saying won't even right. be valid, you yeah. know.
1: And I guess what, what I'm hearing from that as well is it it just shows how fragile life is. You know, it shows that those things that you were saying, like at any point, anything could happen. Your, your car could fail at any point. Something terrible could happen. And those are thoughts that we don't want to think. They're kind of intrusive thoughts, but they're fact. They happen every single day. So like you said, this is something that we're all fighting against. This is like a common enemy. And... To lead on to another point from that, it's just really interesting to see, and I guess the silver lining again of the pandemic, is to see a lot of countries working together. You know, this is a a common enemy for a lot of countries. So we're actually seeing a lot of communication between politicians from different countries, a lot of meetings and communication going on to try to figure out how we can test it a bit quicker, how we can get the results quicker, how we can get a vaccine, how we can quarantine people, how the, the virus actually interacts, you know, in environments and how the severity can change all of these things are being passed from country to country and together it's like a collective thing that we're trying to fight this one enemy and to me that's interesting because you know months ago maybe six months ago or you know it goes on quite a lot there's always tensions between countries you know there have been lots of tensions between different countries where there was like you know nuclear threat threats involved or there was um, sanctions involved and now it's kind of like a lot of that stuff is still going on but there's now this big thing that we're all trying to fight together. So in turn, I kind of feel, just in a subjective manner, like it is a bit more connected. Like people are, countries are more. You know, it's, it's all to, we're trying to figure this out together. Yeah, you know, it's a common threat. Yeah. Um, so I guess that is you can't a silver bomb lining.
0: The pandemic. You can't yeah. Bomb
1: well, this that's disease. It. Yeah. So so I guess that's a silver silver lining. Um, and yeah, it's uh, it's interesting because I've had a few people who I've spoken to who are in, in countries that are like really severely affected, and they've been telling me about what's happening with the isolation. Um, And I guess like we mentioned how working from home is a possibility. um, But also another thing that's a possibility in terms of like the silver lining is if you, you know, if you're living with, you know, whoever you're living with, it kind of, it forces you into a place where maybe these people you didn't spend too much time with, or, you know, they're just family or friends or whatever that you're living with. And now that you're potentially in isolation together, like, you're all trying to to figure it out together. And it potentially could force, like you said, the gratitude, but also more communication and cooperation around like a work balance, you know, working at from home as such and figuring it out together. Um, so I guess that, that whole gratitude is really, uh, was drilled into me from the people that I actually spoke to overseas who were being directly affected by it. And they were forced into these situations where they had to work together with no money and they're trying to survive. And all they have is friends and family. And they are the people that, they're connecting with to try to get through this, you know, they're either financially or just for support. They're all working together to survive because again, we have no idea what's happening. That's the big thing. Like one thing we know as humans is when we're born, we know we die. That's a guarantee, right? We sign the dotted line when we're born, we die. But this virus is so unpredictable and the pandemic just in terms of the economy as well, it's so unpredictable when people will get a job, you know, and if they're going to get the virus, if they're going to pass it on to someone else, it's so unbelievably unpredictable. So I guess what I'm trying to say is I've noticed from the conversations I've had with people overseas who are being directly affected by it, it has created and fostered more of a collaborative, cooperative space, and they've grown closer to the people in their lives, in their direct circle. So I guess you can see that as a positive, right? That's a silver lining. It's terrible that it's all happening. And you know some people are even being affected and living in the same household, but they're still working through it together. They're not just... Staying away from that person because they're sick because they're in a household together. They're trying to still help them, support them, mm-hmm. feed them. For sure. Yeah. So
0: the, the like a, a way to kind of reframe what you're saying there is that it's like, you know, everyone recognizes that we are in this together. So it's like when you are living with people or, you know, just everyone that is close in your life, because all of this stuff is happening, because it, you know, all of it is, is forced in front of our eyes, it's much easier to put our differences aside you know it's like oh there was that thing that we had a squabble about and we always like hate each other about the thing we can never agree on or whatever it's like but that doesn't matter because everyone's dying you know mm. and again d- d- don't mean to say it so bluntly but it's like again it forces you to appreciate what you do have because it's like oh my god you're a person and you're deciding to spend this much time with me like i'm really loving spending this time i can't believe what's going on you know it's like you just can easily be like oh of course none of that matters like that mm. doesn't matter like here we are on this planet right now like Mm. let's experience life because that's what it's about basically and again it's it's like crazy that it takes something so sad and 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 intense that it impacts everybody for these things to happen but it's like really positive in that yeah it allows you to to practice gratitude every day without Mm. you know kind of forcing it forcing yourself onto you You. so yes for sure
1: well pulling a blank (laughs) yeah what else to talk about man? good stuff good chat (laughs) Um foils really cheap. How about that? Yeah, eh? that's a thing. That's a thing. <laughs> yeah. I guess the other thing is we're really noticing the industries that are obviously at the forefront of this pandemic. So you know, you've got the health professionals, you've got all the scientists and researchers and, and and all the people who are on the front line risking their lives every day to try to kill off this common enemy, right? Um and obviously again like in developed countries, a lot of them do have healthcare systems right and we potentially can take that for granted sometimes Um, but when something like this happens like in Australia for example um, our numbers in terms of like cases uh, you know they're, they're still growing but it's interesting to see that the healthcare system here is actually like trying to keep on top of it as I'm sure all healthcare systems are but I'm monitoring Australia and I'm just seeing what's going on and it's I don't know. I'm just more grateful about what's actually happening. Like, you've got to think that people are still going to be having babies. People have still got cancer. People have still got tumours. All of these things are happening, so it's putting even more stress on the medical system and on the hospitals. And they're now got this major thing that they need to prioritise as well on top of all these things. So, to me, like, I guess I just want to acknowledge how much work they are doing, and a lot of it is behind the scenes. Um, so that's again another silver lining. Like, I, I don't think a lot of us really take the moment to appreciate what kind of things that, you know, a doctor or a nurse or whoever, you know, that they do during any period of their, of our lives. We just kind of take it for granted a little of the time, but you know, this is kind of at the forefront of my mind now when I see it happening, you know? So I, I don't know, like that's just something to be for me, like appreciative of, especially living here, knowing that we do have a good healthcare system here. Um, but yeah, all countries are obviously struggling and trying to make it work. And got to take your hat off to the people who are like directly putting themselves out there. For sure. And the other thing is, you know, as I mentioned, like a lot of uh,
0: supermarkets are hiring a lot of people like, you know, three months ago, if you just worked at a supermarket while you were following your passion or, you know, spending more time where you perceived it to be to matter to you and someone called you a dropkick because all you did was work at a supermarket and then now you are one of the most, you know, essential people to be stocking shells because people are going psycho and stealing all the toilet paper.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and so, it's like that's a really solid reframe in that it's like no job is a shit-kicking job. Mm. Like everybody is contributing and you everybody like, everybody's doing their best at the time that they think, you know, is the best thing to do in that moment. Yeah. And if you're deciding to spend your time working at a grocery shop or at a cafe or at a food venue or, or whatever you may, you know, and if you're struggling with that mindset which i know i used to or potentially you feel stresses from other people then when this is over you know it's going to help you reframe that in your mind because it's like you are doing something that is really essential and it's like you know everything that people do matters and it's like just because you're you're trading your time for money and you're doing one particular physical activity and you're not doing another particular physical activity and getting paid a particular amount of money to trade your time for that money Mm. you know it's just reframing that that, definitely you know so it's like and every person that I interact with that is doing, you know, as I said, I had to go get your glasses today. Like, I was like, hey, I really appreciate what you're doing for me today. This, thank you so much for being here. Cause it's mm. like, I actually do need some new glasses and you don't really have to be here, you know? It's yeah. like, well,
1: they kind of do because they run the business and whatever. But anyway, that's a, so yeah. re- Just reframing that. Definitely. Cause I guess the way that I've been seeing the economy or just society since this whole thing has been happening is I kind of see it now as like, the economy is a machine that's working, right? And there's all these little cogs that are like twisting and turning to keep the other cogs moving, to keep everything on a grand scale moving forward, right? In whatever capacity moving forward looks like. And these little cogs, each individual cog is an industry. And as each industry is stagnating and dying out, the other cogs are obviously trying to build... Like you said, like, for example, in Australia, I think it was like 30,000 jobs are now being listed through coals. So that cog that you can imagine is now trying to turn even harder to keep the other cogs going because they're not moving because they're struggling and they're stagnating. So like you said, it really does show that an economy, it needs all of these industries. You know, like you said, you can put less weight on one industry and think this industry is more important. But when it comes down to it, they're all relatively important for the economy to keep going. Yeah. You know, they've all got their own weight and value. So that's a nice reframe, I guess, that you said and, and kind of put it into, into perspective there. So one of the
0: biggest things that I've noticed and, and I'm not going to pretend to know anything about the financial industry, so I'm not going to touch on that subject matter. But one of the biggest struggles for myself in terms of fitting into the societal rules that we were born into, not that it's unfair for me, you know, I'm quite blessed in the life that, I, that I've been given um, but a lot of the rules aren't particularly fair on absolutely everybody, and they could be, re- you know, rejigged to actually make it much better for everybody all around. And you know, the government and the billionaires, whatever, they can still be like wildly rich, like beyond their wildest imagination. But wealth could be distributed a little bit better so that everybody could all have a really good existence. Mm. And what I'm saying is, like, 2020 has been a psycho year. Like, there's a lot of crazy stuff going on, and I think. There has been in the last couple of years a lot of crazy things happening, but because there have been more like individual instances, we haven't really regarded it as like oh my god the world's gone crazy. But now that's all happening at the same time. I think it's like it's supposed to be happening now because of the way humans have acted for however many hundreds of years to lead to it to be this particular way. I'm not saying you know we should be experiencing a pandemic or anything, but what I am saying is that you know the rules in, in the society that we live in are a particular way and you know, they're set by the government or the the rich and, you know, however the system works. And I think a lot of people in the last few years have been signed to really see that for what it is, question that thing for what it is and start to say no and be like, no, you know, and start to go protest. We've seen a lot of protests in, in London last year and in, all over the streets all over the world in the last few years about the environment and things like that. I think this is going to really bring everybody together to make it much easier to say, absolutely not. You will not be doing that. Mm. You know, like when when a particular rule is put down, it's like, I think because we all have this, you know, new togetherness as such, it's going to be much easier for us to come together and say, Mm. that is not going to be how we're going to live our life. And we're going to say no to the people that make a rule that is unfair. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Definitely. yeah. It's like, it's really crazy. As I said, that it's come to this for Mm. this to happen. But I think on the other side of this, when we all get through this, you know, because everything's going to be so shaken up and we're going to try and find this new normal, which we don't even know what that looks like and won't for probably another year or so. Mm. uh, Again, it's going to be much easier for everybody to come together and be like, there's no way that we're going to live under these particular circumstances and we're going to cultivate change together.
1: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I
0: think that's the hugest thing that I'm really excited about on the Mm -hmm. other side of this thing because then we're all going to feel empowered to do our own bit. You know, it's like at the moment, and previously, it was like, I feel so helpless. Like, I want things to change, but what am I supposed to do? And here we are starting a podcast and it's a step in the right direction. Mm. But yeah, I said it. We can, we'll be able to come together much easier and definitely create the, the world that we really want, you know, mm-hmm. which will be better for everybody. Mm. Anything else to add? I think it's a pretty solid place to end it. Yeah, I think that's great. So, guys, if you, like, we would love to hear your positive stories or experience from the pandemic or how it's affected you and how, you know. Some of your mindsets, some of the things that you're doing to keep positive. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I know I'm definitely not exercising as much as I could have. That's not a positive thing, though. Right. Uh, but we've we've noticed some <laughs> some some positive things. We decided to chat about. We didn't really want to touch on this topic, uh, but you know, I suppose we this is a forum for us discussing our opinions, and this is we decided to do it. So yeah, please reach out. Let us know some of your experiences with it. Uh, how 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 you're going? Mm-hmm. We would love to know. And um, we will see you next time on the MetaMinds. The Metaminds. The MetaMines. Podcast. That's what I meant to say. The Metaminds Podcast. Mm. Leave us a rating on iTunes. Thanks, team. Thank you.